What's up, snowflakes? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast, and you already know what it is. We got an absolute banger lined up for you today. I mean, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, crazy spy balloon, fucking trains blowing up in Ohio. Woo! I'll tell you what, we got an absolute doozy for you, but before we get into that, you already know what it is. We'll hit you with some tunes, and then we'll hop right into it. Go. Oh. This one's damaged by Harris with two eyes. Wee wee, banger alert. Yeah, I'm damaged, but I'm not running with a bad bitch. Yeah, I'm damaged. I'ma move to London with a bad bitch. Every day I'm running from my past. Seems like everything is plastic. I'ma fuck around with something drastic. I can cope they always on my ass. Don't make me do something drastic. I'ma move to London with a bad bitch. Every day I'm running from my past. Seems like everything is plastic. I'ma fuck around with something drastic. I can cope they always on my ass. Moving fast, yeah. Y'all can do no wrong She just tryna break my heart to put her in a song Gave you all my trust and you just let me get along I ain't fucking with nobody Tryna keep the ego strong like Is this real life? I don't feel right Homie celebrating, I just wanna sleep I feel alone even when I'm not alone We gon' pull up to the show Just to see my fucking mood go down Yeah, I need to cut the mess all out Cause I've been holding all the pain down south there's some shit that needs addressing Kids been battling depression I've been manic, I've been stressing All the drugs will probably take me to the grave True, drugs are bad, kids Don't do drugs, bro You heard the lie, dude Manic and stressing Drugs gonna take him to the grave, dude It's no good No good Just kidding, drugs are awesome What's up, folks? Welcome back You already know It's your humble and gracious host The best on the West Coast The millennial man-child himself Miles Casey and I hope you're doing well. I hope everything is going good in your neck of the woods. Life is treating you all right. All sunshine and rainbows. I mean, it could be no other way. In the greatest country in the world, or wherever you're at, I'm sure it's uh, going great. There's no problems in this world. We figured it out, and it's just basically a utopia. So life is good, and I hope it's going great for you. Oh, what a fucking lie that was. But, you know, I hope it is going good for you. And if not, we're rooting for you. We're cheering for you here in the MMP. Uh, nothing but love. We're just sending out massive amounts of love. We love you. Thanks for listening. As always, you know, go follow me on Instagram at MilesKC06. Uh, and yeah, we'll just hop right into it. You know, we got some fucking life updates first before we get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. I mean, I have been busy. Had the homie James come out and visit. One of the work homies, the OG. Uh, he came out the weekend before and after our work treat trip in Palm Springs. And we had a great time, man. We went and played some golf twice. Uh... Showed him around OB. He fell in love with it. I mean, how could you not? This place is magical. It's a special spot. And I mean, one night we were literally walking home from the bars. And I don't know how it came up, but we were just like looking. We're like, wow, you can actually see the stars here. And I was like, it'd be crazy if a fucking shoot star popped off. And boom, like three seconds later, shooting star was one of the craziest shit, craziest things I've ever seen. Uh, but, you know, that's what it'd be out here. It's a magical spot. You can't, you can't describe it. You can't put it into words. It's just a beautiful thing. And. It was awesome to share that with the homie uh, and then parlay that into a Palm, a Palm Springs trip. You know, I'm just very grateful right now. A lot of things, you know, this this year has already had some ups and downs, if you will. But, uh, man, it's been going pretty fucking good lately and I cannot complain. I have no complaints, nothing but gratitude here coming from the millennial man child himself because 
you know, when it's going your way, you got to soak it in. You got to take it in, just absorb it, enjoy it, because you're going to get that fucking rug pulled out from under you at some point. You never know what it's going to be. Life be throwing curveballs and haymakers, kicking you in the dick. It doesn't matter. It'll find a way. It'll get in the way. So, uh, like I said, just feeling grateful and um, very happy right now. Very, very happy. It was awesome. I mean, I got to meet a lot of coworkers. I, I see them on Zoom or talk to them over Slack all the time. And, you know, you kind of get build a relationship that way, but it's not the same as sitting down, having a beer, having a conversation face to face. Um, man, it's, it's a valuable thing. And I'm so grateful that the company allowed us to do that. You know, a lot of places, it's not going great right now. They got, you know, they're laying people off. They're cutting the workforce. They're saying this, they're saying that. Profits are down. We got we gotta make shareholders happy. The shareholders are the best. I'm just happy that our studio does not our posit does not have shareholders and uh they're not beholden to them because man, those guys are greedy as fuck. I'll tell you what. <laughs> shareholders, no bueno. Um so yeah, feeling good. Uh man, it was Palm Springs was dope. In the mountains, little desert area. Kind of uh an interesting spot for sure, bigger than I thought it would be. Um very sp- sprawled out, very spread out. Apparently it's got more golf courses per capita than anywhere in the world. So, you know, there's a bunch of rich old white folks there. Um, but yeah, it was still, it was still awesome. Had a great time there. No complaints. Uh, and you know, life is just good. I have to say, you know, I mean, we're going to get into it, but the fucking chiefs won the super bowl. It's just been ba 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 www miles can't lose.com. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but I blacked out. Uh, so forgive me. Yeah, so we'll hit you with some tunes here. This one's been an absolute banger lately. I've been playing it on repeat. It's Kai Straw, Backbone. I was waiting for it. Mm. My someday to pour it. My oh, yeah, you like story. this one, I can tell. My it's okay if I breathe out. It's like I had this vision. I'd someday have it. This house I saw way back when I was a kid riding around. It was bigger than ours, they had some nicer cars It looked like something you'd see just off of Sunset Boulevard And that shifted my mind like that's where happiness hides Like that's where I need to be until then I'm on the grind And that came with shame like until I made Enough to buy that place I wasn't worth my veins So maybe I should say as I'm underpaid yeah. Before all my best days are lost along the way I got people I know Who got a seed in my soul Who lift me if I fold Or lift a drink when I don't Maybe that's the dream that I own Ooh. That's my receipt from my home drop. Like all I need to feel whole Is a couple friends, one lover, and a backbone Couple friends and a lover and a backbone. If I could be satisfied without permission from life, without applause or a stage or in my nights. That's a that's a line right there. What was that? Play that back. I like that line. Satisfied without permission from life, without applause or a stage or vodka lacing my nights. Without applause from or a stage or vodka lacing my nights. Dang, dude, that's deep. That's deep, dude. And you know this is the deepest podcast on the internet. Uh, nothing but deep and detailed thoughts. It's basically 
in-depth New York Times, NPR-type journalism. Uh, the integrity around here is bar none. We are never been wrong, uh, I'm pretty sure, in the history of the podcast, and that's incredible. Uh, at least nobody's told me I've been wrong because nobody listens. So that's what's great about this podcast. I'm always right. It's in, it's a phenomenal thing, and I love it. That's why that's why I keep doing it. That's why I keep coming back. Oh, and I do have to say, apologies. You know, I've been making a big hoopla about how awesome the music is on here, and I love the music, and the music adds to the podcast. And then I realized the past couple episodes, the music has been fucked up. And I didn't realize that when I was, like, recording it or whatever, and you just post it, and you're like, yeah, it's fucking chilling. It's great. And then you listen to it, you're like, oh, dude, what the hell? So I fixed that. I fixed the microphone. Everything should be back working top-notch around these parts. I mean, I have to say, too, (laughs) sometimes I just don't have the goods, right? You don't have the juice. You don't have the fucking gusto the bravado to do a podcast and i probably tried to record six seven eight of these bad boys in the past like three weeks and it just wasn't clicking the sound would fuck up on one this would fuck up on another i would fuck up on one like you know pick your poison it was just going wrong murphy's law type shit so uh you know we're back at it we're feeling good we got the juice and uh you know just glad to be back in the saddle as always back in the saddle feels good and you already know you know, I know I just played a song, but this next segment segment going to require an introduction from, you know, the Casey Mo King himself. Tekka Nina. Tech Nina. Kansas City. Kansas City. You Ooh, ready? Stand up. You ready? Three, two. One, go! Welcome to the Red Kingdom! Yeah, yeah that's right, Super Bowl 57 Kingdom. motherfucking champs! To the you already fucking know what it is, get hyped babies! Kingdom. Let's go! Yeah. Number 58 is DT the Great, and we've flown it. Hate, and we shun it. Sure. No competition, the opposition fake. I don't think they True. really want it. True. Loud is the recipe. Loud mm. sitting next to me, no doubt. Now we are proud that we get to see KC Chiefs Ooh. come and break these geeks. Make them taste these clean. Ooh, taste them, bitch. To the Red Kingdom. Yeah. Red Kingdom. Woohoo. Fucking 57. Super Bowl 57 champs. I mean, holy shit. Two three, two Super Bowls in three years. You know, five AFC championship games. Not winning all of them, of course. But this is, I mean, I'm going to say it. it's the beginning of a dynasty. You can't deny it anymore, man. You can't deny it. We got the best quarterback in the league. MV Pat. I mean, dude. MVP for the league. Super Bowl MVP. Gets it done. Super clutch. I mean, sheesh dude what a what a time to be a fucking chiefs fan i mean football in general is making a big comeback because it has so much great uh talent coming up right now for sure it's exciting but man having your team be at the tippy tippy top ooh, that's some fine fine fucking mm, i love it i don't even know i don't you know words can't even express the feeling uh was this one better than the last one probably there, the the next one's always gonna be better. I've decided. I, I'm just I'm I'm I, man. If we could just keep winning Super Bowls till fucking Pat retires, that'd be the best for me. I wouldn't even. Everyone would be the best one. I'm like, how'd that one top the night last one? It's because it was the third one. Like, 
Oh, I'll tell you what, I, I'm still I'm still hyped over here. I, I'm not even making any sense probably because I'm still on cloud nine. I've been floating around like a little twinkle, uh, Tinker Bell all week, just fucking smiling. Everyone's like, hey, congrats on the Chiefs win because everybody knows I'm a big Chiefs fan. And man, it feels good. It feels good. We did it. You know, they I, one thing I appreciate about them is they say that we did it. The fans, they give us credit. Right. So I did it. We did it. I'm a Super Bowl champ. They're a Super Bowl champ. Well done. Uh, shout out to Chiefs Nation. Fucking love them. Man, what a game, too. The Eagles, hats off to the lads. Jalen Hurts arguably could have had the Super Bowl MVP, honestly, with that performance. Three touchdowns on the ground, one through the air, like 270 yards passing, 70 yards rushing. I mean, hell of a game. I mean, you know, his stat line arguably better than Mahomes, but Mahomes just didn't have the ball. The Eagles played it fucking perfectly. But he didn't play it perfectly enough. You know, you can't hold on that play. Everybody knows this. <laughs> you know, everybody's making a big fucking stink about that call. Whatever. You know, you hate to see a game kind of decided that way. But it was a hold. Those are the rules. Can't do it. Um, they called it. Y- you take the L. And I have to say, the Eagles fans have been, or you know, I don't know about fans, but the players at least, uh, and and my roommate included in that, so Eagles fans as well, I guess, have been taking it, you know, very uh, respectfully. Um, you know, there's not much you can do. Game's over. Chiefs are the champs. Say what you want. Talk all the shit you want. Don't really care. We got the dub. But at the end of the day, you know, it was a hell of a game. Probably one of the best Super Bowls in memory for me. I mean, 35-38, absolute fucking sh- shootout. You know what I mean? Like, they're just a barn burner. And they, they, they pulled it out in the end. Harrison Bucker... Missed a field goal earlier in the game, came back, clutched it out, got it done. Ooh, you know, absolute fucking banger of a game. And I don't want to hear any this, that, ticky-tack, blah, blah, blah. We got a touchdown called back by Nick Bolton. That was clearly a catch from Miles Sanders. You guys got the Dallas Dallas Goddard catch as well, blah, blah, blah. Calls can go either way. You, sometimes they go your way, sometimes they don't. It is that way. I've had plenty of calls not go the Chiefs' way. It be like that. So, you know, when it goes your way, you smile. Like I said, you soak it in. You bask in it. You enjoy it. That's what I'm doing. Super Bowl champs. Incredible. You know, this was a rebuilding year. We didn't have Tyreek. The Chiefs are washed. The defense is dog shit. Blah, 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 blah. They find a way to get it done as a team, as a unit. I mean, incredible fucking stuff. We had performances by Tony that came out of nowhere. That punt return was amazing. His touchdown was awesome. That little corn dog play. Uh Uh-uh. Of course, Andy Reid's naming his best plays after food. My man knows what's up. He is dialed in, dude. Absolute goat. 100% love Andy Reid. You know, fucking, I'm surprised there hasn't been a play called Cheeseburger, but maybe it'd be too obvious that would be the best play they ever did. So they got to keep that one under wraps. Probably saving it for uh, when Tom Brady unretires again and gets to a Super Bowl with the Raiders next year. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just kidding. But, man. I'm glad that guy's finally out of the league. Take a take a nap, dude. Take a little time. Hang out with your kids. Win your wife back or whatever you're doing. Uh, power to you, bud. You had a great career. You're you are the current goat, but you know somebody's coming for you. That's all I'm saying. You know there's somebody nipping at them heels. So, uh, Mahomes is looking great. The dynasty is uh, you know, it's in full swing. It's getting there. You know, it's the beginning stage. Still early stages. A lot of people don't want to say it, but I'm saying it. I'm believing in them. I've believed in the Chiefs all year. I thought they were going to be fucking good. I had no doubt. They had a great draft. Had fucking eight rookies play in the game and still got the dub the most in Super Bowl history. (sighs) Yep. That's the Chiefs, baby. Rebuilding season. Not bad. Super Bowl champs. We'll take it. Looking forward to the future. The future is bright. I mean, Mahomes' contract is locked in for, you know, another, like, 
eight years or some shit. Uh, that thing's aging like a fine wine. He's going to be like the fifth or sixth highest paid quarterback in the league after this year. Once everybody gets their new deal signed. So, whew, I mean, just, just be ready. The chiefs are going to be, you're going to have to come, you know, what's a, uh, what was his saying? Fucking, you may not like the chiefs. Or you, you may dislike the Chiefs. You may disre- disrespect the Chiefs, but you're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. I'll tell you what. We're not going anywhere. We're here to stay. And hopefully Andy Reid's got at least three more, five more years left in him. I don't know. Uh, he's He is getting old, you know, so I, I wouldn't put it past him to retire and hang his hat up eventually. But uh, until that day comes, keep riding this wave, um, the red wave, as you will, not that fucking dog shit Trump stuff, but you know, that chiefs nation, red wave, baby, the real deal, um, actually getting it done, actually winning. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Ooh, man, I'm hyped up. I don't even know where to go after that. I'm fucking, I'm sweating after talking about the chiefs. That's how much that got me worked up. That was awesome. What a game. What a team shout out to Tyler and Amber hosting a badass party over at their place down in Imperial beach. I'm probably watching every Super Bowl there from now on because every Super Bowl that I've watched there, they've won. Coincidence? I think not. That's why they gave a shout out to the homie. You know, they said, we did it, Chiefs Nation. We did it. We couldn't have done it without you. And they were talking to me. So shout out to me. I had a great performance that day, you know, probably had like a dozen wings, probably like eight, eight lawn beers, you know, Whew. What a what a showing by by me as well. I was co-MVP. They didn't mention it on the broadcast, but you know. You, you get snubbed sometimes and you just you just keep it moving. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> oh, okay. The next thing is I wanted to talk about Chinese spy balloon. You know, this shit captivated the fucking nation for like a week and a half. What? We are just, ooh, shiny object. What's that? We're being spied on by China. It's like, oh, they're just like, now we're just figuring that out. It's like, first of all, it's embarrassing to get absolutely owned by a balloon right we got the best military in the world we spend more than like the next seven nations combined we're popping the fuck off we are big dad big daddy military industrial complex you know what i'm saying we still got owned by a balloon they're like it's as big as three buses and somehow it snuck past our defenses we didn't figure it out until it was like over montana it's like what are you talking about you were tracking this shit you just didn't want to blow it up and who knows what they're fucking thinking with that then they blow it up over the ocean in uh, like North Carolina or some shit. It's like, what? It already did its job. Like they already gave that fucking balloon a medal of honor or some shit in China. They're like, good job, fucking salute to the balloon. You know what I mean? It made it across the entire country. Sure, they don't get it back. I'm not, I'm not sure what the, how they thought they were gonna get it back. I guess you have, do you shoot it down when it's over your land. Like you go up there and just pull it down. I don't even know how that shit works, but. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, got owned by a balloon. That was pretty funny. And then, you know, everybody's losing their mind. China's spying on us. It's like, dude, half of the fucking country has TikTok in their pocket. You think they're getting good information from a balloon when they have like legit data in an app that they can just fucking pull everything? I mean, that algorithm is literally a mix between methamphetamine and crack cocaine. It's crazy. You can spend, you can lose 45 minutes in a blink of an eye on that bitch. Just going flip, flip, flip. I mean, they have that shit dialed in. I tell you what, and we're worried about a balloon. Very good. I mean, they've been stealing our IP from corporations and technology for for decades now, right? We make half the shit over there, so they already know how to make it. It's like, duh. Of course they're going to fucking take it. It's And it's uh, the funniest part is, is we act like we don't have a fucking 
big old spy balloon or anything like that. Like we don't do that. And then they just announced today. It's like, yeah, actually the balloon budget is getting a little increase because we can't be getting owned by China. We're going to have the fucking biggest balloon you've ever seen. I'm thinking four school buses, you know, it's going to be big boy. It's, it's big boy season because it's wintertime. So we got to have a big boy ourselves. If, if China's popping off with a big spy balloon, <laughs> not on fucking my watch, I'm going to make a bigger spy balloon. That's, that's what we do here in the U.S. Healthcare? No, you're going to find out why we don't have healthcare. We're going to make the biggest spy balloon you've ever seen. It's going to be incredible. And it's going to be so, but it's going to be stealthy. It's going to be massive, but stealthy. You'll, it's going to look like a cloud. You're not even going to think, you're like, wow, is that a cloud or a balloon? I can't tell the difference. Probably just a cloud. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're working on. You know, a little breaking news here on the MMP. Just, just letting you know that, you know, they, they also announced, we're like, we don't do that. We don't spy on Russia and China like that. And it's like, you can just Google it. Like you can literally just, does the U.S. use spy balloons? And then, yeah, find out for yourself. Uh, <laughs> what a shit show. I mean, it's, it is good to live in the best country in the world, though. I tell you what. We don't need health care. Nah. We don't need our environment. You know, we don't need trains or infrastructure that works. We just want to fucking, you know, we have the, the whole train situation in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, probably the most that Palestine's ever gotten talked about, even though it's probably spelled a little different. I don't know, but... <laughs> This is the most uh, most that's been talked about in the U.S. And it's, you know, I'm joking. Obviously, we're not talking about that Palestine. But they had that crazy environmental disaster. They just blew up fucking hazardous chemicals. Uh, you know, it comes out that Norfolk Southern or whatever the railroad company knew that they were doing this shit. They're cutting workers. They're doing this. They got to make more. They got to make more. Oh, God, shareholders need our fucking money. If we don't make money for them, what will we do? How can I even exist if I don't make a shareholder happy, you know? So they basically destroyed a whole town, made it fucking every little piece of livestock and, you know, the the water there has to be fucking poisonous, I'm assuming. They're saying like, oh no, it's good. You can hang out here. It's chill. It's like pretty vibey actually. Uh yeah, sure there's no wildlife around and you won't hear any birds chirping, but I mean, weren't they kind of annoying in the morning anyways? Like, don't you want to sleep in? Like, get you some shut-eye. You're tired. You're probably sleepy because you're getting cancer from these chemicals. Like, what the fuck, dude? They don't even care. And I'm, I'm a, you know, and I'm a big, I'm a big train advocate. I want more trains, like more buses, more trains, more grouping of transportation, right? This is the way to do it. But we're just fucking letting our trains fail already that are, ran by businesses, right? So businesses, everybody's like, well, with capitalism, the government gets away, has too many inefficiencies, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be no good. It's like, well, look what happens when you just deregulate shit. Trump deregulated a bunch of this shit. They were they They don't give a fuck. Nobody's caring. It's all about profit. Profit, profit is king. That's the way the economy is set up. That's how capitalism works. It's that's how it's working as intended as designed. They're supposed to find ways to skimp and cheat and lie to make more money, essentially. Like, they don't want more people checking these, and uh, they call them redundancies, right? So a redundancy is when somebody, you know, has a little checklist. They go through the train and go, oh, brakes look good. Brakes look good. They have two people that do that shit. And they do, too, in case one person's potentially overworked or tired or sleepy or fucks up because they're human. So you have redundancies in place to avoid these things and uh, avoid these type of accidents. But no, we're just having a new fucking... If it's not a, a new mass shooting, it's a new train derailment, it's new this, it's like, dude, the whole fucking country is literally just falling apart at the seams and, you know, there's just people at the top laughing all the way to the bank, just living a lifestyle that none of us could ever even imagine. Like, literally, 
just insane. When you're a billionaire, like, what can stop you? <laughs> like, you can do whatever you fucking want, basically. It's crazy. So that's what they do, and they're getting away with it. And the people are suffering as per usual. Uh, you know, I posted about this. There's a study that just came out recently. I mean, 64% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck right now. Richest country in the world, best country in the world, living paycheck to paycheck. How is the wealthiest nation in the world have 64% of its workforce living paycheck to paycheck? That's fucking embarrassing. We don't have healthcare. Housing isn't affordable. Grocery prices are soaring. <laughs> when something's got to give. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know when it's going to come, but like, it ain't going to be pretty. That's all I'm saying. Get the fucking pitchforks. I hate these people. They're exploiting everybody, just making billions of dollars. Don't give a fuck. Literally just absolute fucking psychos. Just Patrick Bateman, literally American psycho ass people. Just the only way they can feel something is if they blow up a town or make a, make the best trade that fucked over half of the country. So then they can go, Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. We made so much fucking money. That was fucking sick, dude. That was awesome. We're the best. Nobody has ever done it better than us. We are the Kings of capitalism. Ooh, we dominate, dude. We're fucking vibing. What a time, you know, what a time to be alive. Obviously, uh, got a lot of opinions about capitalism here, but it's just crazy that how, how can this be sustainable? Just more deregulation. Like the free market is thriving. We've got to have more, de more deregulation, more tax cuts for the rich. And then we'll, f that we'll, we'll be, we'll finally have done it. We'll figure it out. We've saved the country. You're like, what the fuck, dude? These people are insane. Uh, sorry, that, that got me worked up in the opposite direction of the Chiefs win. I don't even know what happened there. I just blacked out for a little minute. Um, but, you know, Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> That's important. We don't have health care. Uh, you know, our infrastructure is crumbling. Our Internet's dog shit. Uh, there's not as many good jobs as there once were. It's just more service industry jobs where they're not paying people shit. That's why everybody's working paycheck to paycheck, living paycheck to paycheck. Cool. They're like, look, we've, we've like the workforce is at an all time unemployment level. It's like low unemployment levels. Like, yeah, you did a great job of creating shit jobs. Like thumbs up, dude. Fucking sick. Those are only going to make people at the top richer. Like, let's make, let's just even it out a little bit, dude. Like the top 1% doesn't need to have as much as the bottom 90%. They could have, make it the top 10% has as much as the, the bottom. I don't know. Fuck dude. Fix it. Dog shit. <laughs> Dog shit ass country. I love it here though. Where else am I going to be? Where else would I want to be? I don't know. I, I love OB. This place is magical. It's amazing. So whatever. What else? I mean, Fox News is being sued. That's some fun little topic. Uh, the only fun part about that is, I mean, probably nothing will happen. They'll probably maybe pay a fine, blah, blah, blah. It'll all get swept under, under the rug. Their followers will never hear about it because they only watch Fox News. Uh, but the funny stuff that's coming out is like conversations from Tucker and the big wigs fucking, uh, Whoever they are, I don't even give a fuck. Or Ingram, I don't know. They're all a bunch of dummies. Uh, well, whatever. Maybe they're smart. I mean, he went to fucking Tucker's like uh, a f a food magnet, like a frozen food magnet, like the Swanson Swan trucks, maybe or some shit like that. He came from that family. He went to Harvard, but he's an everyman. He's like you and me. He just he gets it. You know, he hates that the green M and M isn't fuckable anymore. Disgusting. He wants to fuck that green M and M, so he gets it. Uh, but what's coming out about them is hilarious because, you know, he's talking about how he was afraid of Trump and he's like, I got to keep that narrative alive. I don't want him coming at me. He's got a huge control over the base, this and that, Daddy Trump. 
And then also at the same time while saying that stuff, he's laughing at all of the viewers and the people that are just gobbling up his bullshit. He's like, look at these fucking idiots. They don't even realize how stupid they are. Just like calling them fucking, you know, mouth breathing. They don't know up from down. Like, dude, basically just making fun of them and laughing all the way to the biz ink, just cashing checks and snapping necks. Doesn't give a motherfuck. And the beauty of it is, like I said, the followers will never know. They'll be none the wiser because it's not going to show up on Fox News. They're going to talk about them being sued on Fox News. Are they going to post Tucker's conversation calling people idiots? Talking about how he knew the election was stolen? Wasn't stolen, I should say? No, of course not. Because that would go against the grain and against the narrative that they're pushing. So why would they do that? Oh, just fun times, you know, just more fun stuff. We're just having a nice little shindig here, a little get-together, a little powwow about all the good stuff going on. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, when you're on a heater, you're on a heater, right? I mean, the U.S. has, you know, more mass shootings than fucking Dick Cheney off of the bottle of uh, wild turkey. So, uh, you know, we had another one in Michigan State University. Had the one in Half Moon Bay here, the Santa Clara one. Like, I can't even keep up, bro. I feels like six months ago I was marching after the Uvalde shooting, you know, trying to do my part, trying to, you know, maybe make a difference, make my voice heard. It felt good to get out there and do something, and then just nothing changes. I mean, they made the smallest, like, you know, the smallest bit of legislation to, I don't even remember what it was over. It was so minuscule that, you know, it did pass, but obviously nothing has changed. Uh, mass shootings are becoming the new normal. Like, you know, it's like we were worried about what the new normal was going to be after COVID. And it's like, well, maybe you don't have to worry about dying of COVID as much, but you do have to worry about getting fucking shot up, dude, because the country is not in good shape. People are not doing okay. People are not well, and they're buying guns and taking it out on other people. It's fucked up and it's pathetic, quite frankly, but I guess there's just nothing we can do. This country, as long as there's big corporate donors paying the bills for all the politicians, they don't give a fuck about what happens to the people. We've seen that over and over again. It's been a common theme throughout my entire life. Um, you know, it doesn't matter really who it is. Sure, maybe I think Joe Biden's better than Trump, but he's still, you know, not great, obviously. Like, there's so much that could be done. There's so much that this country could do that would be amazing. And we just decide to spend massive amounts of money on the military. Fucking sick, dude. Dope. Love that. Love that for us. Oh, yep. So, you know, I, I mean, I can barely even, like I said, I can barely even keep up with these mass shootings anymore. It's just every other week, new one, every other day, almost like been like 50 some this year already. I don't even know how many days there have been in this, this year. It's like insane. So that's where we're at, you know, doing great, thriving, thriving country. Had the dude in Buffalo say that he fucking wished he didn't do it. Like, crocodile tears, motherfucker. Dude, caused so much pain to those families. And he did it because you're racist. Like, dude, throw him away, lock the, you know, I'm not a big capital punishment guy, but uh, maybe I make an exception for the rule. Like, goddamn, dude, that's just a disgusting human being. And throw away the key, lock him up, throw away the key. These people also, you know, cops do nothing in these situations. I mean, they kind of can't in many ways, but they also have been proven just to be useless. Usually the gunman takes himself out or somebody who is a part of the active shooting does something about it, like literally worthless. So, you know, shout out 12, big fan here. Um, what else? You know, Trump's back at it. You love to see it. You know, we'll end on a high note. We'll talk about my boy, King. Uh, we love Trump here on this podcast. We stand him. We love a petty king. 
And no one's more petty than than DT, Donald Trump, the Teflon Don. I tell you what, that guy, he is the best. He is an orator beyond all orators. Uh, and he knows how to strike. He knows how to fucking do like a precision airstrike, dude. Like that guy with his nicknames, uh, he's been, he's back on the, you know, back on that war campaign for 2024, looking for that reelection. And, uh, you know, he's got some stiff competition in old Ron DeSantis. And he's already busting out a couple nicknames. You know, he called him Ron DeSanctimonious. Eh, a bit long, a bit wordy maybe for his base. I don't want to say, you know, I'm not calling anybody stupid, but DeSanctimonious a bit, bit big, bit big of a word. You know, a couple too many uh, consonants in there. Or what's the, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm stupid too, by the way. So <laughs> take it for what it's worth. But then he came out with an absolute banger. You know, he's calling him Little Ron and, you know, posted a picture of him like having a party with like high school girls when he was a teacher. Not great, you know, you know, just classic Republican shit more or less. But uh, then he hit him with that meatball Ron. Ooh, meatball Ron, little meatball Ron, dude. Shit, dude, that's a good one. I have to give, you know, credit where credit's due. Absolute banger of a nickname. Uh, I think it's going to stick. He's already saying, he's like, oh, I would never call him that. I would never call him that. But it's like, I don't remember where it came out, but he's, he's testing them out. He's going to run the gamut on these fools again. And uh, it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. It's a, you know, all you can really do at this point is sit back and enjoy the show. Right. Sure. I'll sit here and bitch about it every once in a while, you know, make me feel a little bit better. Uh, have a good little laugh maybe. Um, but yeah, all you can really do is just kick back. We got front row seats to this bitch. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be an absolute banger. I mean, what are they going to do? Put the fucking corpse of Joe Biden out there again? I don't know. Probably. Probably. I don't want Kamala. Ugh, worse. I don't know. It's, it's, it's you know. Could they do it? Could he do it? Dun, 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 Bernie Sanders from the top rope. The one that got away, man. The one that got away. Could have got rid of Citizens United. Could have, could have tried to implement Medicare for all. Oh, man. The one that got away. Well, he will be missed. And who knows, you know, he's definitely way too fucking old to actually run. But <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do, dude. We got the fucking oldest people up there telling, like, taking care of this fucking country. And they're all just delusional. I mean, fucking Diane Feinstein literally has, like, dementia and she's now just like stepping down from office like she's like 90 years old it's like what are you doing fucking stop go hang out with your fucking family like quit quit it bad you know bad you gotta start we gotta start reprimanding these fucking people somehow i don't know what that is what that and you know looks like there's obviously a phone call an angry tweet or email does nothing uh just it doesn't it doesn't look that way i mean otherwise maybe there would be some more gun reform or maybe we'd have more affordable health care or you know maybe our infrastructure wouldn't be crumbling that'd all be great but it is and it's not changing anytime soon it would appear so well anyways ending it on a positive note ah, it's always a good time around here on the millennial man child podcast just wrap it up there you know hit you with some tunes and then a little outro as per usual um we're just having fun we're just having fun out here uh here's the songs by ty verdes and it's called how deep it always starts with a hey turns into how was your day turns into me and my place turns into you and me drinking rosé turns into how did you sleep turns into it's been a week turns into gave you a key turns into conversations talking about what a week i found a day when i was 
wasn't even looking for a thing I keep thinking about it in my brain How I'm supposed to know how deep How I'm supposed to know how deep I fall stuck up in my arm I beat Didn't mean to take that leap My fault How I'm supposed to know how deep How I'm supposed to know how deep I fall How'd you make my heart skip beats Didn't mean to take that leap My fault I ain't saying I ain't into this I'm thinking we could slow it down a little bit Just a little bit But I'm feeling like I live in it Butterflies in your stomach got you giggling I don't know. Girl, if it was up to me, I'd take a time machine, come back and tell you exactly where this goes. How I'm supposed to know how deep? How I'm supposed to know how deep? I fall. Suck up in my arm, I beat. Didn't mean to take that leap. I fall. How I'm supposed to know how deep? How I'm supposed to know how deep? I fall. How'd you make my heart skip beats? I didn't mean to take that leap. My fault. Sheesh, there we have it, folks. I mean, you already fucking know what it is. The 103rd episode of the Millennial Manchild is in the books. Oh my god, we did it again. Wow, shout out to you all. Thank you as always for listening. You know, share it with your friends, share it with your homies. Don't I don't give a funk. You know what it is already. Uh, but we're having fun and we're vibing, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Man, what a doozy. Uh, a little longer than normal, not too much, just a little bit. But uh, yeah, it'd been a while, so we had a lot to chat about today. Um, as always, go follow me on Instagram, milescasey 6 I should say. That's where all the fun updates and shenanigans take place. Uh, all the extended behind-the-scenes extra content. Yeah, yeah, that's where it's at. That's what's going down. So check that out there. Um, but yeah, you know what? That's all we got for you today. And, well, you know, I just love it around here. So we're playing one last banger for you on the outro here. We got a little Courtney Barnett before you gotta go. And you already know what it is. Nothing but love here. And until next time, Millennial Manchild out. Before you gotta go, 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 go. I wanted you to know, no, no, no. You're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. Something were to happen, my dear I wouldn't want the last words you hear To, to be, be unkind. unkind To be unkind